Happy New Year, motherfuckers. It's 2021. <laughs> I didn't think we were ever going to see the end of 2020, but we're here with the first Great Scott Cinema Club Almanac of the Year. And Keezy, right. you've, got, you've got to be happy to see the back of that year and all, mate. Oh, aye, definitely. Although this one's not exactly off to a flyer, but. Aye, certainly not. It's got, certainly. It's got, to, be, it's got to be better than. Then that shambles. Ah, who knows? But listen, we'll take it as it comes, won't we? Anyway, Aye. Keezy, looking back, I was thinking to myself, 2020, it was it was pish. I couldn't think of a film that I watched that I enjoyed. And then you started rattling off names and I was like, oh, aye, oh, aye, oh, aye. <laughs> and do you know what? Honestly, there was some belters last year. There really was some belters last year. So Aye. what we're going to do for our top five on this episode, we're going to do our top five movies of 2020. Uh, we've had a look at some of the trailers for movies coming up pretty soon. Again, there's some crackers in there. That there's some that people are raving about that, to be honest with you, I looked at it and I thought to myself, eh, not for me. But Hi. we'll go over it as well. And we've got a new segment, If They Made It. Right now, <laughs> If They Made It is if they made a movie today of a TV show. What, who would you cast as the characters? So this week we've got a favourite. Everybody loves this show. It's been uh-huh. downhill over the past few years, but everybody loves The Simpsons. So if they made a live-action version of The Simpsons, who would you cast and why? So we're going to go over that as well, aren't we, mate? Um, Aye, I'm a nervous wreck about that segment because my choices are <laughs> abysmal. <laughs> I've got to give credit to my boy. It was Kean that came up with this idea. So, um, oh, was it? I mean, him, me and him went through it. He had some ideas. I had some ideas. Um, and strangely enough, we had actually we had the same for quite a few people. And I don't know, Keith, I think me and you might actually have the same for quite a few people as well. However, uh, that's what I was interested about to see if we get any of the same. What we're going to do is we're going to jump straight in to our first movie review of 2020. Um, sorry, of 2021. 2021. <laughs> I should say it was a movie that was released right at the arse end of 2020, I think, wasn't it? Aye. And it's a, it's a Disney movie. It, it's Soul. Now, Aye. Having read the synopsis of this movie, I thought to myself, well, this is going to be a lot of shit. But I sat down, and do you know what, mate? I loved this film. I thought it was tremendous. <laughs> I really did. Um, it's The movie's about a, a music teacher who is a part-time uh, session musician as well. He's a soul pianist. Um, and... Just right for the off, it kind of got me. It, 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 the animation in this is excellent as well. Oh, it's really, really, really good. And it, do you know what? It's not too lifelike. It kind of harks back a wee bit to the old classic Disney type of uh, animation. You can see, obviously, it's computer generated now. It's not hand-drawn, but it is a hark back to the old days. What, what did you think of this film, Keezy? I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was fantastic, aye. So clever. Maybe too clever, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's uh, heartwarming stuff. It's and it was releasing Christmas Day, and uh, what a perfect film for like Boxing Day. That's when I watched it. But it was brilliant. Day. I you I you told me about it. A few folk I had read 
uh, raving about it. So I sat down and I watched it. Um, it was in between Christmas and New Year. I watched it and I loved it. And I thought it was great. It was like you said, it is heartwarming. There's to give you a quick a quick rundown of what happens is rather than saying he's dead, right? They've separated his soul from his body. It's an accident because he's not paying attention after a successful mm-hmm. audition. Um, and he falls down a manhole, and the next thing you see is like his soul rather than just him. Now, his soul's a wee, mm-hmm. it's like a wee monster kind of thing into his soul. It's like <laughs> a wee kind of monster thing, and that goes to what do you call it? In between the in between, you would Aye. call it, wouldn't you? Right. So, um, he refuses to go to heaven. He sees the light, and he refuses to go to heaven, <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. how he ends up. He ends up in the in the middle, and it's just about how he needs to then. Take this soul. What's it? What's the? What is it? Like a, it's like a new soul, but before Aye. they go to earth, and he's he's guiding it to make he's, sure it's ready for Aye. its time on earth. Aye. So basically, the the that soul is played by Tina Fey. Am I right? Aye. Um, and she's excellent. That's a it's a great character. Um, funnily enough, Graham Norton's in this movie. <laughs> right, <laughs> and when he comes up, he's that, brilliant I, in it. He is brilliant in it, but I'm like, how do I know that voice? How do I know that voice? And then it hits you like a brick to the back of the head. Who it is? Um, he's he's excellent in it as well. Um, it's kind of Disney fair to an extent, but you know what you're going to get. It's like the uh, is it Inside Out yeah. or something. That's what I was going to say. It's it's somewhat Inside Out. It is kind of a bit like that. Um, Maybe not not as good as Inside Out, I oh. would say, but it's still very good. A, a really good film. It's one to watch with the mains as well. But if you're one to watch it on your own, you could sit and watch it no bother. It's oh, not definitely. too. It's not too childish. There's a lot of uh, jokes and stuff like that in it that will go over the kids' heads that the, the mums and dads will get. Obviously, being a Disney movie, you've got the, the uplifting ending and stuff like that. You'll you'll really enjoy it. It's great. We mentioned Inside Out, and it's. It's not quite as good as that, and I'd I'd say it was on a par with Coco, but that's a that's a good compliment because all these films are brilliant, aye, and, it, and it's it's as good as them. So if you liked all of them, Coco, Inside Out, uh, Onward as well, then you, you'll like this. You'll definitely like Soul. So what would you give it then, Keezy? Four. Four. I'll go with four as well. Definitely. But we're going to move on to a film now. I never watched it because it's a sequel and I didn't like the original. Um, right. I, I never bothered Mars watching it. Um, and it's Wonder Woman 1984, Keezy. Aye. <laughs> I, think yep. I, think, I think we're in for it here. Right, Keezy, tell me about it. The newspapers and that are giving it good reviews, but everybody else is hammering it. It's getting slaughtered and it's rightly so. So this Aye. is the sequel to the Wonder Woman that you said. And I liked the original film, I thought it was great. But the problem with that first film was that the best thing about it was Chris Pine. Uh-huh. And the, their relationship, that was the heart and soul of the film. So this is set 70 years later. So you must be like but, <laughs> but by the trailer that we know he's in it. So uh, I was wondering how, how have they done this. So it's set in 1984. This film is an absolute disaster. Why it's set in the 80s, there is no uh, 80s pop culture references in this film, apart from spandex at one point, or dodgy shirts. Uh, There's no reason to be set in the 80s. 
Um, the, the Chris Pine, how they get him back is absolutely bonkers. Um, what she did, it's all about the monkey's paw type wish, wishing stone thing, right? right? Okay. And Pablo Pascal's trying to get, he's the baddie trying to get this thing. And if you make a wish, it comes true, but it takes something from you. So that was her wish that she wants Chris Pine back. But it, what they, it's like quantum leap how they bring him back. They bring him back into somebody else. But we can see Chris Pine, but it's, it's just bizarre. So right away, you're like, oh, what is this? And then uh, Kirsten Wig, she's in it. But her storyline is the exact same that we've seen before with um, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy and Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. But she's this unpopular, nobody fancies her. Nobody notices her, aye, and then... Aye, and all, all, the only thing that they do is take the glasses off and all of a sudden she's a fucking one of them ones. Aye. Brain Jane Superbrain. Aye. <laughs> That's exactly it, aye. <laughs> so, we've seen all that before as well, and uh, the film is just... It's on for a... It's over two and a half hours long, and it's... It's a... How dare they? sit through that... I'm really only sitting there watching it because of Gal Gadot, because she's brilliant. Jesus, two and a half hours of that shit. I'm glad I never watched it, man. Uh, the first 20 minutes is set on that other planet. It's like a big, it's like their version of the gladiators, and she's, and it's a wee girl, and she cheats. And you think, oh, that's obviously going to come into the film later about the lessons that she's learned. Never mentioned again. No nods there or nothing. So that's 20 minutes that they could have cut off. And uh, that's just, it's, it's a load of garbage. And DC films are, are a disaster. Since the Dark Knight trilogy ended, they've not put a good film out. Man of Steel was all right. They've got all the ingredients to make good films. Then they just decide, nah, we'll, we'll just make an arse instead. Superman. How do you manage to get Superman wrong? <laughs> you know what I mean? They done Joker, didn't they? So, right. I, that's that's the one. That's the exception that proves the rule. I think. Aye. Honestly, hopefully that Suicide Squad. Hopefully that'll be good. You know. Aye. Um, Forget about this film. Just don't, don't, don't watch it. So I made nah. the right decision then. Aye. Even the fight scenes and all that are just terrible. The son that you would watch on that Supergirl TV show. It's just, it's just a whole waste of time. Aye. Garbage. I can't. Do you know what? I knew it was going to be garbage. They're forcing it down people's throats. I know. Um, it's, going, it's going to take a lot to get anywhere near the level of the Avengers and get Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff like that for me. The no. only thing, the only thing that will do it for me is if that this Spider-Man movie. I'm pinning, I'm pinning some hopes on that. Right, Spider-Man movie that's coming out. As we know, it's going to be one of these multiverse gimmicks where. All the other Spider Men come in, all the all the villains for the old movies and stuff like that. What's that like to like? The only thing that I'm <laughs> the only thing that I'm worried about is that they're gonna cram all of this into a two two hour movie and there's not gonna be enough character development for us to, to I know. really enjoy it's it. So like the opposite movie. of Wonder Woman have dragged a ninety minute film over two and a half hours and they're gonna to have to cram about five hours worth of film <laughs> into into two hours. what's your score? One. One out of five. That's the lowest score we've ever given a movie on this so far. 
I know, right. and it's I never thought I'd give a Chris Pine movie one star. Ah, uh, I know, I know, poor Chris. Eh? <laughs> what about the other Damn. guy? The other guy, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's sitting in the waiting room with fucking Al and Ziggy. Wonder what the hell's going <laughs> on. <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> what a trash. Oh, amazing. <laughs> So, um, Wonder Woman 1984, one out of five. That's going to take us on now to the the new section that we're bringing in today. The if they made it, right? Easy. Like I said, like I explained before, I alluded to it before. What we've done is we've decided um, that each week or each episode on the on the Almanac show, we're going to do a section called "If They Made It," where we're going to recast classic TV shows as movies with modern day actors playing the right. characters, right? So the first one we'll fell on is The Simpsons. Now, obviously, the Sim- a huge part of The Simpsons is the voices, right? right. Now, let, let's just put that on the, on the back burner here. What we're going to do is we're going to try and cast people who we think would be good as certain characters in The Simpsons. Isn't right. They? right. So... First, the first person you think of, if you're over <laughs> the age of ten, when you're when you're thinking of The Simpsons, is Homer, isn't it? Aye. Right. So we'll we'll cast the Simpsons family first, and then we're going to cast some peripheral characters as well. Obviously, if you don't have the character, this episode would be fifteen and a half hours long. <laughs> right, but we're just going to we're just going to cast some of the peripheral characters. So Homer J. Simpson, an absolute legend. Of pop culture, right. everybody on earth knows who Homer Simpson is, <laughs> right? They do. When you think about it, oh, everybody on earth knows who Homer Simpson is, don't they? So, which actor would you bestow the honour of playing Homer J. Simpson, Casey? So, as I said before, my picks are horrendous. I'm looking forward to hearing what you've got, but right, the only guy I could, I could only come up with. Two guys, right? Right. So one is the guy that plays Toby in This Is, this is Us, the TV right. show. So if you've not seen that, you've never known who this guy is. His name's Chris Sullivan. But my other pick was Kevin James. Kevin James? <laughs> Do you know what? That's who Kean went for. Was it? <laughs> Kean went for Kevin James, aye. Um, for me, I've went for Paul Giamatti. Oh, good choice. Paul Giamatti. So if, if anybody anybody knows who Paul Giamatti is, you know what he looks like. You know that he's got comedy chops. So I think he would be a perfect casting for for Homer J. Simpson. That's a guy. Um, it's a good choice. Who did you go with for Marge? Uh, Tina Fey. Tina Fey is Marge. Aye. Uh, that's a that's a good shout. I, I went for Lorraine Bracco. The, the uh, good fellas. The good fellas in the Sopranos. Aye. Just because of the voice, to be honest, right. yeah, she's got a, she's got that kind of husky, Marge Simpson kind of voice. Aye, aye. You know, I, I think that uh, she would, she would do it justice. Uh, for Lisa, I've went for Scarlett Estevez. Right. Right. So I, I didn't have any for the kids at all. I couldn't think of any. Right. Well, I went for Jacob Tremblay. His uh, I thought I thought you might have got him aye, in there. Uh, he was getting he was he was getting in at some point anyway, man. You know what I mean? I love that bastard. 
<laughs> right, I've I've went for Grandpa next. Did you cast right, Grandpa? Okay. Aye, aye. Who did you go for? Alan Arkin. Oh, that's a great shout. I never even <laughs> thought of Alan Arkin. I went for John Lithgow. Oh, that's but a now, great shout as well. But now that I'm thinking about it, I think John Lithgow would be better as Mr Burns. Aye. That, he? He, like, I'm changing my list. He's getting right in his Burns. <laughs> He's <pretty> amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, then we've got Flanders. Who did you go with for Flanders? Uh, two guys. That I've, could got two. Play. I've got two for Flanders <laughs> as well. <laughs> so the first one was because he's got a moustache and Ted Lasso, Jason Sudeikis. Mate, what a <laughs> shout. It's a great shout. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, who else? Who's the other one? And uh, the Daniel Day-Lewis of cartoon character acting, uh, Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard, for scream. <laughs> Aye. My mum and dad are going to be so mad at me. Right. <laughs> I went for, for Flanders, I couldn't, I couldn't decide, so I went for Brian Cranston, right? Right, okay, so if you If you think about the beginning of Breaking Bad, when he's got the hair and he's got the moustache, he's the double an Ed Flanders, <laughs> he really is. But I also went for Steve Carell as well, because I think he would be good in that, in that role as well. Aye. You know, um, right. This is the one that you said to me. I take it we've both went for the same person, right? So, <laughs> a poo, and I has to be my petal on. <laughs> Tell us who you went for, Keezy. See, because there's so much controversy over a poo and like Aye. trying to get them cancelled and all that, I'm scared to write down anybody. You're scared to uh, go But for I've it. heard this guy talking about a poo, and he was actually. He's always been upset about the character, and I went for Aziz Ansari. Really, Aziz has always been angry about a poo, has he? Aye. Fucking hell! Yeah, I find that astonishing. So did I. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it, I understand kind of where they're coming from, but as Bill Burr says, it's acting, people. <laughs> However, in this in the same vein, I've went for an Asian actor. I've went for uh, Kamel Nanjiani. He's a he's a stand up comedian and he's a he's a really good actor as well. Right. Aye. Yeah, aye, he's in the Stuber. I don't know, I've not seen Stuber, but aye. Is that the is that the one with Batista? Aye. Aye. Aye, aye I have I have seen that in fact I was in that. Aye, um, he's a good choice. And he's funny as well. For Mod Flanders I went for Sharon Stone. Did you cast <laughs> her? I went for the uh, Christina Hendricks. Oh, thought she was perfect casting. That is again. You've been thinking outside the box, and I haven't. I think I've, <laughs> I, you know what? I think I've been too influenced by films that I've watched recently. <laughs> um, Chief Wiggum. I went for Steve Schrapper. Um, he's a he's he was in The Sopranos. He played uh, Bobby Bacala in The Sopranos. Right. Um, he's just a just a big fat guy. That's that's Thank all. You. Just a big. By the way, I I googled in fat actors and. Paul Giamatti came up, and I was like, "Aye, he'll do." By the way, or that Chief was Wiggum. aye. He was he was he was mother shout. It was between Wiggum and Homer for him, for me. Um, Mayor Quimby, did you cast uh, him? I've got a good one. I've got a good one for this. I think I've went for John Goodman. That's a good choice. I went for Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, aye, that's a, that's a good choice actually. <laughs> um, Mister Burns. Oh. Without a doubt now, I had Christopher Lloyd down, but John Lithgow. 
I've went for Steve Buscemi. For Burns? Aye. Think about it. Look at him. <laughs> Excellent. He'd be great. He'd be great in the role, man. Um, for Smithers, I went for Chris Mintz-Plass, who played uh, McLovin. Oh, that's a good choice, aye. What about yourself? I went an older guy. I went uh, Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci, aye. That's a good show, actually. Both of them were in uh, Kick-Ass as well, weren't they? So they were, aye. Um, for Mo, I went for Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill, aye. Good choice. Aye. Don't know what I was thinking. We more have written down here, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Because he could do a stupid voice. Oh no! I'd immediately turn that off. I wouldn't even watch the film if that prick was in it. <laughs> <laughs> for Barney, for Barney, I went for Jack Black. Oh, good choice. That's much better than mine. Who have you went for? Because I had Adam Sandler as more. I put Steve Buscemi as Barney. Even Steve though he's a wee skinny guy. <laughs> For Lenny, I went for Ray Romano, and for Carol, I went for Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I went for uh, Paul Rudd and Chris Rock. I love Paul Rudd, man. You know I do. Uh, did you go for Lou and Eddie, the two policemen? No, I couldn't think Eddie for them either. Uh, for Lou, I went for Hannibal Burris, and for Eddie, I went for Chris Pratt. Aye. Did we did we cast Duffman? Aye. Who have you went for? For some, it would be like a cameo and it would be outrageous and hilarious, so it has to be Brad Pitt. By the way, that's another great shout. I've, I've just went for a big muscly guy. I went for John Cena. Ah, good choice as well. That'd be good. Aye. Uh, Patty and Selma, I've cast the same actress for both of them. And I've went for Debbie Mazar. You know her? No. She was in Entourage. Oh, aye. Uh, Vince's aye, publicist, publicist, aye, publicist, that's it. Aye, um, aye. so she's going to play Patty and Selma. Um, who'd you go away for, Krusty? Oh my God, I forgot about Krusty. It was you that told me to cast Krusty and all. <laughs> I've not written them down. Right, well, I've I've just went for Paul Giamatti again because there is that theory <laughs> that that Krusty is actually Homer. Aye. And he, he's playing he's playing Krusty to try and get Bart's affection. Giamatti's probably better as is Krusty aye. And then comic book guy. Did you go no, did you cast him? Never him? never had him, no. Right, well, I, I went for Kyle Gas just purely because I had Jack Black. Right, okay. as well. So Kyle Gas is the other member of Tenacious D. Um so that was that was a full list. Did I mention anybody did I not leave him out that you've Skinner? Who did you go for for that? Well, that was it was the same two guys that would play Ned, Jason Sudeikis, uh, and you know I was going to Matthew say Lillard. I was going to say Jason Sudeikis for uh, for Skinner there as soon as you mentioned aye. that. Aye. So I Matthew Lillard's definitely in this film. I don't care who he plays. <laughs> that guy could play MD. Mate, Matthew Lillard, <laughs> Matthew Lillard could be side show Bob. Aye, get him in. in multiple roles. <laughs> ah, you're right he's going to do an Eddie Murphy and coming to America <laughs> just play every character good old Matthew <laughs> yeah, so listen folks that's, that's a, a new section let us know if you enjoyed it or not um, let us know who you who you would cast as certain characters if you think our, our options are shite let us know if you think uh, you've got better options let us know um, you know how to reach us so 
We'll move on to the next section of this episode, and we are going to talk about some trailers, I believe, Keezy, am I right? Aye, it's a, the trailer game time. Right, so, funnily enough, I've just mentioned Eddie Murphy there, um, and the first trailer that we're going to talk about now is a long-awaited sequel. Um, <laughs> 30 years in the making or something like that, um, and it's coming to America, this coming to America. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the trailer, TZ? I, I liked it. It, gave it, it. it didn't really give any jokes away, but told us everything that we're going to be seeing, and I'm into it all. Aye, absolutely. So, the, the barbershop guys, the. Do you know what? My immediate, thought was, my immediate thought was I could watch a movie just about that barbershop. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if Eddie Murphy's got his head screwed on, that's the next film that we'll get. Because <laughs> I would be well up for that. But aye, um, sexual chocolate, you've got, uh, you've got the barbers, you've got, obviously, he's on his road out in the movie. Uh, James, James Earl, Earl Jones. Jones. Aye. I'm wondering if we'll see any of the uh, McDowell's family. Aye. Well, because they weren't in the in the trailer at all, were they? But Lisa, her name is, isn't it? She was there. I saw her. Was she in it? Aye. I wonder how he's got a, a son. See, I think I've already worked it out. You think so? Because remember when coming to America, uh, Arsenio Hall was pretending to be the prince. So it's going to be our so, is, so I hope this doesn't ruin it, but I think it's going to end up being his kid. Aye. I think you might be right, aye. Because set, obviously, as soon as his dad says, you've got a son in New York, he's the first thing he's going to say was, well, the only person I pumped was Lisa. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But Arsenio Hall was flinging it about like a champion when he was, when he was in Queens. You know what I mean? And Eddie Murphy managed to look younger than he did in the first one, but Arsenio <laughs> Hall has aged drastically, oh. hasn't he? he? He really has, he's aged drastically, but I can't wait for this, Keezy. And Do you know, it's pure nostalgia for me, and see with things like Bill and Ted and even Cobra Kai uh, recently, just nostalgia Aye. is the way to go for me. Now. I'm really enjoying being taken back to my childhood with these sort of things. Aye, absolutely. Um, Coming to America was one of my favourite films when I was a kid, and I still love it to this day. The only thing I'm worried about is Tracy Morgan. I, I don't enjoy Tracy Morgan as an actor at I all. Know. I think they could have done... as well. Snipes, isn't it? He's in it. Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Snipes looks like he's going to steal the show from me, to be honest with you. <laughs> I know. He really does. He really does. <laughs> and um, obviously, you've got uh, Leslie Jones, who is was in the Ghostbusters movie. Aye. I really like her. I think she's funny as hell, man. So she'll, she'll be good in it as well. I just, I don't like Tracy Morgan at all. I, he, he just annoys the life at me. Uh, hopefully it's a bit part he's got. I don't know, mate, because he was making big shouts about it when it was getting made. So, oh, was he? Uh, I, <laughs> I bet he was. <laughs> I know. That's a minsome. Aye, but uh, for me, I'm really looking forward to it, so it's definitely a thumbs up for me. For oh, me. aye, absolutely. And we don't need to say that I'll, I'll go and see it in the cinema. I'll wait for the video because it's going to be on Prime. Amazing. Another one. Like, so we're not going to need to wait. It's out in March, I think. 
So not for too long to wait for it. Not too long to wait. So a thumbs up for me. What about yourself? Oh, aye, thumbs up. Definitely. Can't wait. So the next one we're going to talk about just now is the little things, which is, I think they've looked through a list of Oscar winners and just went, (laughs) I will take him, I will take him, I will take him. (laughs) What a cast this film's got. Aye. It's got Jared Leto, it's got uh, Denzel Washington, and it's got Freddie Mercury. (laughs) (laughs) What's, What's his name again? Rami Malik. Rami Malik. It's right up my street. This film. Aye. It, it reminded the trailer reminded me of Seven quite a bit. Aye. Um, and it's Malik plays a kind of dejected detective who looks as if he's at the end of his tether and can't be bothered with a job anymore. Aye. Denzel looks as if he's trying to coach him back into being the detective that he knows he can be. And Jared Leto looks as if he's the main suspect. Aye, There's definitely sense. going to be some twists and turns in this. Aye. Definitely. Um, straight off the bat, and again, I hope this doesn't ruin it for anybody, I think Rami Malek might be the murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I do. And, uh, but... I love the fact that uh, Denzel Washington's character is called Jim Baxter. Is he? There you go. <laughs> That's funny because Rami Malek's character's called Jan Venegur of Hesselink. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, but it looks brilliant. It's a, like an old school kind of detective movie. This, the director, he made um, The Blind Side and The Founder. So he's got a good track record. Aye, you better believe that. It's two really good films. The Little Things is coming to HBO Max in February. So we'll probably get it within a couple of months I would think aye um, well, we should get it quickly aye or if you're that way inclined you'll get it on a dodgy box in February <laughs> <laughs> so if we've got a re- if we've got a review of that movie in the next episode you know what we've been up to we <laughs> <laughs> right. right, so got for Christmas <laughs> <laughs> So the, <laughs> the next movie we're going to talk about, the next trailer we've got is a movie called Nobody, right? Now this is Bob Odenkirk, best known as Saul Goodman for Breaking Bad yeah. and Better Call Saul. Um, I'm a great fan of his, I think he's a great actor. This is kind of like a, he's kind of like John McClane or something in this movie, isn't he? Or Death Wish, no. he's kind of Death Wish, isn't he? Uh, he's, uh, at the start he's just like a normal guy that Aye. just gets pushed once too many. I thought it was kind of like the Joker, a wee bit. Aye, you know, this is it is kind of like that, except he's on the right side of things aye, rather than the Joker guy, on, the, on the wrong side of things. Um, his house gets robbed. He walks up behind the robber with a baseball bat but doesn't do anything. And the robber gets away. And he kind of takes a bit of flack off a lot of people for not doing anything about it. And because he's taking the flack, that's what pushes him that wee bit too far. And he goes, fuck this, I'm going to get these bastards. And he goes out on a right. up. And for what, I've, for what I can gather for it, he just keeps on going. And, <laughs> <laughs> and eventually, what it looks like to me is he ends up getting on the wrong side of the mafia or something like that. Aye. <laughs> but there, there's a scene in the trailer, and it, it looks for all intents and purposes to me like Home Alone for Adults. 
So, you know, I'm right in for that sort of thing. <laughs> um, the action in it, the, the fight scenes look pretty realistic as well. Aye, aye. I can see, I mean, he's a guy I don't on a bus in this trailer and he looks as if he's beating the living fuck out of the guy, doesn't he? <laughs> he really does. So, nobody, thumbs up for nobody? Aye, thumbs up for that as well. Aye, and did we do a thumbs up for little things? I think we both, well, I think that was inferred that we both aye. went for thumbs up for that. Um, so this brings us to the last trailer on the list here, which is Malcolm and Marie, which has been lauded online as the greatest trailer for the greatest movie that's ever going to be made. <laughs> I watched it, and it, that trailer is two minutes and 44 seconds that I am never, ever getting back. <laughs> what a load of pompous bollocks this film is. Mm. That trailer was on longer than Bloody Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> but you know what? It's got Denzel's boy. It's got Zendaya. But from what I can take, again, for this movie, I think this entire movie is filmed in a house. What a, what a pile of tripe, man. Honestly. It, <laughs> I, it, when you told me to watch it, I'm sitting there watching it, I'm thinking, all right, aye, good actors. Looks all right. Oh, Zendaya looks like she might get her kit off. Oh, aye. <laughs> A minute. But then by the end of it, I've just turned around to you and said, What a pile of shit that is. Yeah. I like the two, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, John David Washington as well. I like Ballers, Aye. he's brilliant in it, or Zendaya, but I like her as well. Too. And she's amazing in uh, Euphoria, the TV show, but she won the uh, Aye, Golden, Globe. Golden Globe. I think this is actually two of them trying to get this is Oscar bait into it. Aye, and do you know what? It'll get nominated for an Oscar. Aye. She probably, probably two of them will. And is it in black and white? Aye. I know. Only fuck, man. It's, it's um, up its own ass, this film, isn't it? You can aye. tell right away. Like I said, it's self-indulgent nonsense for me. <laughs> what I will say is, um, Washington sounds so, so much like his dad. In this Aye. trailer, it's unbelievable. See when he's not on screen and he's talking, like the voiceover bit, you would swear Aye. it was Denzel, wouldn't you? You really would. <laughs> this guy's a great actor, and if he can pull this off, fair play, right? But it's just, it's not the sort of film that I would watch. No, to be honest. I'm never going to watch it. I'm sure the two of them will be brilliant in it, uh, but it's not for me. No, I'm the same, mate. So for me, this Malcolm and Marie gets a thumbs down. Oh, aye. Big thumbs down here as well. So, the trailer game, we've got three thumbs up and a thumbs down. Aye. But I think we're going to move on now to our top fives of 2020. Aye. So, 2020, Keezy, what have you got in at number five? For number five, I've went for the last film I saw in the pictures before the first lockdown. Um, Onward. Onward. Aye. What's Onward about, Keezy? That's the, the Disney Pixar film about the two wizards, two young wizards that uh, cast a spell that brings their dad back for one more day, but the spell goes wrong and it's only his, his bottom half. <laughs> so it's just a pair of trousers walking about. But uh, So they have to, they try to bring their dad back, basically. They try to find the spell for that. And it's, uh, as you can tell, it sounds like a tearjerker and that bloody well is oh, I thought it was brilliant it's uh, Tom Holland Chris Pratt and Julie Louis-Dreyfus are the main voices in it 
Oh, right. Uh, so uh, she plays their their mum, um, and they they're the two brothers look for the dad. Who plays the bottom half uh, of the da? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. The the guy didn't want it. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's it's funny. It's and it's uh, a tearjerker, and I loved it. Aye, um, I'm going to go for uh, Invisible Man at number five. I loved that film. I thought it was great. Aye, uh, we've spoke about it before, so I don't really need to cover it again. Um, no, great performances. Um, a right good spin on the story as well. Aye, uh, aye, good choice. That was my number four. That was your number four. Um, my number four was Anola Holmes. And oh, Anola Holmes, I, I really did enjoy it. I'm not a huge fan of Sherlock Holmes. I thought this was fresh while not deviating too far for the formula. So, and Aye. because we watched it, Kane is now right into Sherlock Holmes and he get the complete works for his Christmas. And Aye. he's rattling it. Aye. He's reading all the what? Sherlock Holmes books, man. Is it, have you, is he watching, has he seen Sherlock? Aye, he watched Sherlock as well, he loves it. Aye. Loved it. Brilliant. So, um, aye, so what have you got in at number three? So, number three for me, uh, I'm sure it's definitely on your list as well, uh, Freaky. Same for me, it's number three on my list as well. Aye. Um, How good is this film? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I sat that right, if you've not seen it, basically, it's kind of based on Freaky Friday, right? But instead of it being a mum and daughter that have that have switched places, it's a teenager and a serial killer. <laughs> and it's uh, Vince Vaughn plays the serial killer who's transported into a teenager's body. The teenager is transported into Vince Vaughn's Vince Vaughn's body right now. Aye, but it's a teenage girl. Aye, a teenage Aye. girl. Sorry, a teenage <laughs> girl as well. Yeah. So, if you ever thought, ah, do you know what? I don't. I don't know if I would like to see. Vince Vaughn playing a teenage girl, then you're a fucking idiot because this <laughs> is one of my favourite ever Vince Vaughn performances. It's incredible. And I really like Vince Vaughn. He's been in a lot of my favourite movies. Right? Aye, but me too. This is one of his best performances for me, Keezy. Aye. I laughed out loud about 10 times during this movie. Aye, so did I. Aye. I was sitting watching it myself as well, pissing myself laughing on it like a, like a fucking idiot. <laughs> and the living room, killing myself laughing, but aye, I think the first the first kill sets the tone. Aye, because I was nearly crap myself, but was pissed myself laughing at the same time. I know. The first, I like, do you know what the first the first kill is very very gruesome, very aye. gruesome, and to the point where I was like, oh, "Holy shit, this is this is beyond what I was expecting." <laughs> but it kind of tones it down after that, doesn't it? It, it does tone it down aye. after that. But that's just to get you going. That sets you on the road where you know how much of a bad bastard this guy is. Aye. You know what I mean? And the, and the lassie, I don't know who she is, but she's brilliant in it. Aye, she she really plays is. it like the Terminator 3. She plays it like aye. just a stone cold, uh, stone cold killer. killer. is brilliant. And I, obviously Vince, Mc, uh, Vince McMahon. Christ. <laughs> You're talking about stone, <laughs> stone Cold and Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome uh, to Wrestling Daft, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, Vince, Vince Bond, I, I, as you say, he's, he's hilarious, isn't it? He really is. It's funny as hell. And 
like I said, he, he's been in wedding crashers. He's been in um, uh, old school, old school. I um, just loads of different comedy roles. He's been excellent, and but this is genuinely for me top three Vince Vaughn comedy roles of all time. Something else that you said at the time, like this film just came around at the right time for the two years, winter. Aye, we it was just... ready for chucking it, weren't we? <laughs> 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 and it, I, I was like, when was the last time I seen a bloody good film? I get I right into one, and then I was like, I'll try this. This looks different. I was like, this is absolutely brilliant. You know what? We never even covered it on the trailers or anything. It came right out of the blue, didn't it? Aye, aye. And I loved it, man. I really did love it. And if you've not seen it, definitely watch this film because as <laughs> as much as we've tried to sell it to you. We've probably not done it justice. You really no. will push yourself off in this film. It's brilliant. It's Aye. really, really good. So what have you got in at number two, Keezy? So the film I've been banging on about a few times because in at number two, everybody else in the world hated it and I loved it. Mulan. Mulan. Right. <laughs> you have spoke about Mulan on this before, so we're not going to get too far into it, but everybody slated it. Keezy. Aye. You loved it. But um I Mulan in at number two. For me, number two is gonna be <laughs> a film that you actually reminded me of there just before we done this. I'm gonna go for Palm Springs. I loved, <laughs> okay. it, man. I loved it. It's uh, Adams and Andy Sandberg. Right. Um, it's got JK Simmons in it. And it's kinda like Groundhog Day. Um I don't know if we did we cover this on the show before, Keezy? No, no. Right. Andy Sandberg's character goes to a wedding. Um Something happens and he needs to live this wedding round and round. He walks into a, a mystical portal that he finds on a beach. Aye. Um, and it's just J.K. Simmons' characters try to kill him. And it's... it's be- yeah, I'm going to say it, it's better than Groundhog Day. There, I've said it. Better than Groundhog Day. Jesus God almighty. <laughs> <laughs> This is not better than Groundhog Day. Aye, aye, don't point. listen to Keezy. Don't listen to him. He's not a liar. even better than Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day is good, right enough. Well, it was going to be uh, Palm Springs or Fat Man at number two for me. Right. Um, I couldn't decide. And what have you went for for number two? No, oh, that was Mulan. Uh, oh, I, in fact, it does deserve to be mentioned again. Yes, number two, Mulan. Brilliant film. Don't care what MD says. Amazing. It is not better than Palm Springs. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> at number one, um, I'm going to go with Borat. Fatten, do you know what? Aye. Do you know what? I'm go- Aye, I'm going to go with Borat. Borat or Chicago 7. I can't decide, but I'm going to go with Borat. Yeah, I've not had enough time to think this top five through, Keezy. I've Aye. left out Bill and Ted as well, and I really liked that. There were some good films, but there wasn't... The list of films I'm looking at, it didn't really miss there not being a cinema to go to last year. Aye, I don't aye. think the cinema would have made much difference to any of these films, apart from Mulan. For me, I think sitting in a cinema watching Borat... Oh, I suppose. ...with aye. a crowd would have been brilliant. It really would have. And even though I sat here and I, I laughed my ass off at it, it's just... It's that fresh in my memory. There's other ones that I've got, like, some some honourable mentions like, uh, like I said I, I really enjoy Spencer Confidential um, Bill and Ted um, Chicago 7 and 
Extraction. I really liked Extraction as well. Aye. For me, Bora was a film that I probably enjoyed watching the most. It lived up to the hype for me. And you know how excited I was waiting on it coming out. You Aye. know what I mean? So for it to actually live up to the hype, I think that, that kind of seals its place in at number one for me. What's number Aye, one for you, Keysbo? So the one I've picked, and again, it's a film I've been banging on about to everybody since I watched it. Um, it was released in its own country at the end of 2019, but nobody here had heard it until it was released in Netflix in February 2019. Oh, aye, that Turkish thing. Oh, aye. I need to watch that. What's your name again? So, uh, A Miracle in Cell Number 7. Right, okay. Now, is this film aye. not being remade about 100 times in loads of different aye, countries? So Aye, so this the, the one I'm talking about is the Turkish one, which is a remake of the Korean one. And it's getting remade again. I think it's a Philippines version or something like that. But this one, the Korean one's a comedy, and this one is not a comedy. Um, it's just an absolute masterpiece. A masterpiece. Did, did I even mention what it was about the last time? No, because you told me to watch it, and I started Aye. watching it, and I think... Do not mention Man United or something in the first few seconds? Or, or is a, it's a radio show or something at the beginning of it, isn't it? Like, Aye, does it mention Tony Blair? Tony Blair, that's what Manchester United. <laughs> Where the fuck did I get that for? <laughs> but, um, Aye. Right, tell um, me about it, Keezy. Sell it to me. Sell me your number one movie of the year. That should be all I need to watch it, to be fair. But <laughs> <laughs> So the film is about, it's a... Uh, a man who's he's got disabilities, uh, learning difficulties, right? And he's and he's got a wee girl, and the wee girl, the, he's, she's always getting teased because her dad's like this. The dad's get the me, mental capacity of like a ten year old or something. Um, he, he's up rock climbing because he's because he's that he's just a child like guy. And there's a a young lassie goes up rock climbing next to him, mm-hmm. and she slips and falls and and, and dies. And he gets to blame it. And the wee girl's the daughter of like the head guy, the big the head guy of the government. So Prime Minister. I or uh, he's high up in like he's high up in the government, he's not the Prime Minister, but he's in charge of like, the prisons and things like that. And uh, obviously this this guy gets sent to prison. It's funny, and because he that, wa- the head of our uh, government's got the mind of a 10-year-old and all, hasn't he? <laughs> 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 so he, he gets sent to prison, and because of what he's done, the prisoners beat the living shit out of him oh, like, within an, an inch of his life. And the guy whose daughter died says, he doesn't get touched. I'm punishing this guy. He does not. He will not get touched again. And it's about him trying to survive in the prison. And it's a and it's about what's happened to his relationship with him and his daughter, who up until that point were inseparable. And it's it's I was I had to change my t shirt about four times. I was crying that much. This is unbelievable, this film. It's incredible. I can't recommend it highly enough. It's I, I know. It's I a know, mass, it's mate, one of my favourite films of all time. Mate, I I know, right? It sounds brilliant. But <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I don't want a sick greeting in my living room now. No, I know. Do you know what I mean? That happens to me when I put the fucking news on these days. <laughs> I suppose it's not really a problem for this for these times. This climate. It takes me off. Aye. 
fucking adverts. I put fucking... on goggle box I'm sitting greeting my eyes out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, it does sound good. It really does sound good. But I would never uh, have watched it in a million years, but I say that I worked with came up and recommended to me. And her recommending a film is like me recommending a vegan restaurant to go to. It's like, <laughs> it was her that didn't, had never seen or heard of Shawshank Redemption. So <laughs> what's a, what's a Shawshank? Was... <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, so when she said, you need to watch this film, I was like, right, I'll give it a go. And well, I did not regret it. It's amazing. Unbelievable film. Superb. Right, um, so Miracle and Cell Block, what? Uh, the, the Miracle in Cell number seven. The Miracle in Cell number seven, right, okay. Right, what, do you know what, I'm, I'll maybe watch a, watch it and then watch something else after it to cheer me up. Because uh, um, I said this the last time, but I recommended to another one of my mates at work and he texts me saying, I don't know whether to thank you or butter fuck out you. <laughs> <laughs> He says, I'm going to need counselling to get over this. <laughs> oh, it's not. No, man, you've just talked me out again, Keezy. Oh, no. What are you all about? Just keep your trap shut. Sorry. <laughs> Brilliant. But, listen, that, that brings us to the end of 2020. That's 2020 out the way now. Aye, that's let's, it let's gone now, That's 2020 gone. So, this is the movie quiz actor battle, ladies and gentlemen, which is slightly different <laughs> for the actor quiz movie battle, where in this time we choose a movie and then we've got to name some of the actors that were actually in the movie rather than choosing an actor and naming movies that that actor was in. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> amazingly, it is... The movie, uh, the actor quiz movie, sorry, the movie quiz actor battle has thrown up. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Jesus, uh, Casey, have you got have you got a coin, my man? Aye, calling it. I'll go for heads as usual. And it's tails this time. Oh, Casey gets a start. I know quite a few people in this movie, Casey. Aye, I'm, I'm, I'm on a roll as well. I think I think I'll be all right here. Uh, right, we'll start. Um, Movie quiz actor battle. Ewan McGregor. Natalie Portman. <laughs> Liam Neeson. Ray Park. Uh, the wee guy was Jake Lloyd. So he was. Ah, that was who I was going to go for next, but I'll go for Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, what was that guy's name? <sighs> Great actor. Yeah, I'm going to guess it. I think she was in Keira Knightley. She was, mate. That was my next guess. <laughs> Sophia Coppola. Sophia Coppola? Aye. Was she? Aye, Sophia Coppola was in it, mate, aye. She played uh, Sasha or Sacha or something like that. She got another acting gig? Jesus Christ. The next one I've got is my last one, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> right. I think the guy's name is... He's a Scottish guy. He played, they played the... Palpatine Ian, Mc, is it Ian McDermott Ian McDermott I played Palpatine I, I couldn't remember his name so I wouldn't have got him but you're right I Terence Stamp <clears throat> that's my last one I think Terence Stamp is Aye. in Phantom Menace um, oh, fuck I've just remembered one yes oh no oh no <laughs> <laughs> right I think 
تمام اوه بس هي انا كريستوفر لي Jeez. Why I look it up and check for me? Aye. Was Brian blessed in it? Aye. Yeah. He was in it. Yeah, fucking dancer. Come on, you toy boy. Another victory, Keysbo. You need to start catching up with me here. I don't know. I think you're just thinking being too early here. You think so? Aye. Sophia Coppola. Don't see her anywhere. Oh shit, she is in it. Fuck. Well played, mate. I knew it. I knew she was uh, in it. Well done, man. Fucking dancer Come on Minnie's that That's Oh no we drew the last time Didn't we Aye Faster I thought I was going for 10 in a row <laughs> <laughs> At least they score keys Are we even keeping score anymore Ah uh, no It's just fun isn't it But you're on a You're on a streak though It's like 5 or 6 I'm undefeated in a while That's good Good for me Good for me Right troops That brings us to the end of the first Almanac show of 2021. Right. We're delighted to see the back of 2020. We're looking forward to some of the films coming in 2021, with the exception of Malcolm and Marie. Which, <laughs> let's be honest, looks like paint drying to me. Um, <laughs> do you know what, man? What does it say? With that... <laughs> We're out of time.